This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out on a Thursday talking some NBA in the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network with Henry Hayes. And we get uh, we are one game in to both of the conference uh, conference finals. And uh, I think Bruce Marshall said it best when he says the Celtics like to make it harder than it uh, has to be a lot of times. Or... Are they just that good? You know, our buddy Randy McKay, who does his own power ratings for the NFL coaches as he incorporates into his lines. You know, a lot of times the NBA, I mean, they just kind of fire coaches who are one year removed from, uh, you know, best record in the league, one year removed from the final, one year removed from the title. It's a strange deal, but sometimes we diminish it. But we all wondered about the Miami Heat with Spolstra on the bench against Missoula here for Boston. Henry, you were the one that brought it up early, early. There's some concerns about people in the league about uh, can this guy take it on fourth choice, second row assistant. I mean, it's, um, you know, they, they, they managed to. And a report out of Boston that they're practicing on Tuesday, Get ready for the Wednesday game, game one against Miami. They just had to st- uh, had to stave off two elimination games against the Sixers. And Al Horford, they're going to like, guys, we're too much clowning, bro. I mean, what are we doing? This is this serious. And, you know, you see some of that sloppiness. Um, it, but uh, your thoughts on on uh, on the bet. Is it is it going to be this big of a factor, the whole series? Well, let's go back a little bit, Jimmy. So when Ime Odoko was dismissed, in really the worst timing possible if you're the Celtics or a Celtics fan, you know, they had some choices. And I still still scratch my head to say they went, you know, I, the way I describe it is second row because there's so many assistant coaches now in the league. If you look at any television broadcast, you see three or four sitting next to the head coach. And then behind them, you've got five or six other coaches with different responsibilities. Missoula wasn't even on the front row last year. Now, they think highly of the young man. He's 34 years old. But, you know, Jimmy, it would be a little like the Milwaukee Bucks picking somebody off their second row with a arguably the greatest player in the world in Giannis Antetokounmpo. You've got a young Jason Tatum, a young Jalen Brown, you know, some pretty good pieces around him, and they give it to a 34-year-old. So, you know – I'm still a bit mystified by the choice. Um, some thought that Frank Vogel would have been a solid choice coming off, obviously, you know, his title in Los Angeles. Um, Lakers fired him. He's kind of sitting around doing nothing. Um, and there were there are obviously other choices. But, look, I say that, and they got off to a great start in the regular season. You and I talked about this. 
back in October, November. Uh, but we knew quietly when the playoffs come, it's a different deal. And look, Jimmy, we saw the Heat down double digits in the in the playing game to even get to the next round, and yet, boy, you know, it, some people make fun of it, but I I think the Heat culture is a real thing. You have stability now for almost 20 years with Pat Riley as the general manager, Eric Spolstra as the head coach, uh, and just those two alone. And then, of course, they're talent evaluators, and then Mickey Harrison's the owner. You don't find that much in sports. It's kind of reminiscent of the Spurs run that they've had with R.C. Buford and Greg Popovich and obviously the same ownership group because that breeds stability. And so when you get down to it, yeah, those in-game adjustments and the things that you miss, like, for instance – you know, inexplicably, Missoula doesn't call timeout in that third quarter. Yes. Where they got yes. scored by 21. They've given up 46 points in a quarter in a playoff game with a team that's supposed to be pretty good defensively, at least has the pieces, has shown us at times to be very good. We thought they may have fixed their problems by, you know, giving up 115 to 120 in games, you know, in, in games four to five in Philadelphia, but then holding them to uh, in the 80s. And he doesn't use a timeout. I mean, well, to G- try and break the momentum. Uh, well, Jimmy, look at the – so remember the beginning of the fourth quarter. What happened? Boston hits Miami with a 7 Foster calls a timeout to try and break the momentum. And he I mean, did. So, look, I, I think a lot of these young coaches in the league, Jimmy, I think this is a remnant or, 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 a, or a ripple of Phil Jackson. Because when Jackson was rolling at, in his later years in Chicago and certainly in L.A., he, he kind of famously let his team figure it out. The problem with that is all those teams were veteran teams that had jewelry and that were loaded with leadership. And so, yeah, you can let Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal and Horace Grant and Michael Jordan figure it out. It, you know, I still think the Celtics are short leaders on the floor. And so it was a bit curious. Oh. Another thing, Jimmy, with Missoula last night, kind of a little odd insertion of Peyton Pritchard, who hadn't played really in a month, and yet – He's shooting at critical parts just, of the game, and I get you know it. I mean? Sometimes you want to you want to kind of see if you can catch lightning in a bottle, but boy, it, just some things that scratch you. They're healthy, Henry. There's no reason to play Peyton Pritchard. Okay, I mean they're healthy, and uh, and that's the other thing. I mean, you give a little bit of a pass with teams trying to you know patchwork here or there. I mean, it's it's been a battle of attrition, and we had all kinds of significant injuries in the start of this postseason. Uh, the load management, we could get into all that. You can theorize however you wish. But it's it, it's just, I mean, uh, and, and listen, there's very, it, it's it's av- aggravating, okay, as far as the, the, the TVs, uh, the networks are trying to find unique ways to present the game. In the in-game interviews with the coaches, <laughs> it is, it, it, you know, is, it, is there much more, uh, I mean, there's not much less significant than this, but, and maybe I'm piling on, on Missoula, but at the end of the third quarter, they go to the sideline reporter, they're starting, hey, you lost a nine-point lead, you're down 12 now, you, when you outscored 46-25 in the third, well, our offense really, hey, bro, you gave up 46 that's defense. Call a timeout. Reset on defense. You know, because they started the fourth quarter, they got some stops and got a little bit of momentum to kind of – it was a short stint that they showed some defensive intensity on that end of the floor. But 
Come on, man. I mean, 46 points. Knock somebody in the third row, please. Uh, and get a flagrant, whatever. Stop that momentum. And they just, just let it roll on through. So, I mean, it's a – we <clears throat> concerned looking at it. I never thought it would be this this flagrant, you know, this, this obnoxious uh, in game one. So, the Heat does it again. They went to the one seed and got game one. They went to the three seed, got game one. They go to the two seed, they got game one. So we'll talk about this matchup the Friday. We'll go in reverse order. Um, the bounce back. You lose game one. In, you know, higher seed lose game one. The game two, they bounce back in a big way. Eight and zero oh, straight up this uh, postseason. Seven and one against the spread. And they haven't been close. The one was against the Miami Heat without Jimmy Butler against the Knicks. They had a six-point lead very late. And so is this trend going to continue? Boston is 9 to 15 and a half uh, over Miami. In series, uh, in series uh, odds is Boston minus 225, uh, the Heat plus 170. Is just is this thing just going to go very deep, maybe deeper than it should? Or is Miami just – are they better, Henry? Jimmy, I think it's a combination of both. I, I think that Miami knows they can bully Boston, and they know that they're mentally much, much stronger. It's so obvious. And I think, by the way, you're you're an all-around sports guy, Jimmy. Is there a better leader in professional sports than Jimmy Butler right now? I'm not sure there is. I, it, the, the great ones, you know, his, his determination is, well, the great ones make the players around them better. We got two guys in these playoffs right now. I mean, you, it's real easy to identify how much better he makes them. I mean, in the broadcast team last night, you know, Jimmy Butler is doing his thing late in the game, and that's the thing. Late stretches of the game, when it slows down to a little bit half-court sets, he is getting to mid-range wherever he wants, okay, and you either got to lay off of him or he's going to dish it, and, man, these uh, these – Complimentary pieces to the Heat. They're not Struces. Uh, I mean, forget that. He has been on fire the whole thing. It's a, he is a dependable piece at this point. Martin, huge three when Butler attracted three and gave him a clean look. So no, he's he's very very good at making everybody around him better. Uh, there, there's no doubt in the mental strength. Yes, yeah. uh, in these tight situations, he loves it. He, he loves. I mean, he he is licking his chops, man. When it's coming down a stretch in a close, and game. no wonder. He wanted out as quickly as possible of Philadelphia with Ben Simmons. Can, I mean, can you see it now where this is a guy who works harder than anybody in the league? And so he quickly, you talk about smelling fear, <laughs> he gets to Philly and Simmons doesn't want to work hard. Of course, Butler wants out. So now we're seeing a great leader. And you're right, Jokic, and we'll talk about him in Denver. But, you know, a couple things, Jimmy, in this game, I just bear a second look. Will the Heat get another performance like that from their four role guys? I'm, I don't know. They played really well last night. You know, like you mentioned, Struess and Martin, Gabe, Gabe Vincent, Lowry, um, all double digits. So that's something to watch. Of course, Adebayo is going to get his. Um, but that's, that's encouraging if you're a Celtics fan. Here's the other thing. Notice last night, <clears throat> again, Miami knows exactly how they want to attack Boston defensively. Boston needs to make threes to win this series. They were running the Celtics off that three-point line a lot last night and making the Celtics attack the rim for twos. They'll give them twos all day long because they don't believe Boston can beat them at the rim, and I think they're right. 
So we'll see. We'll see what kind of adjustments the Celtics have to get their shooters more open looks at threes because I think that's what they have to do to beat them. They're not going to beat them at the rim. So those are a few things to kind of watch. Um, I, I, I've said it with, with you many, many times. I don't like Jalen Brown and Marcus or Jalen Brown and Tatum as a as a duo. It just either one of them is going well and the other one's not, and they can never really get it together at the same time. And and we saw that last night. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if the Celtics can dig deep. And then Tatum doesn't attempt a shot. Yeah. In the now, he was trying to work some. He had three turnovers in the fourth quarter, but does not attempt a shot in the fourth quarter. To your point, Henry, with the uh, supporting cast, where the you know is Butler not a Bayou team? And man, they are just uh, out of Bayou's having his way uh, in this uh, in this matchup as well. But Struce, Vincent, Love, Martin, and Lowry, players three through seven, four of those five shot over fifty percent from the floor. Lowry shot six of twelve including three of five from three. So that is, yeah, you know, even with the strong looks and everything, that's on fire. That is uh, on fire. I'm On principle, I uh, usually take uh, Boston here. Miami, do they exhale? But Miami has shown that what other teams haven't so far in this postseason to caution you on this game Friday night, and that is they do have a killer instinct. They will step on the throat. They're not going to play games. I mean, I, I – with, with Butler and what he carries and with the with the uh, with the ankle, I think that game two against the Knicks was legitimate load management. It's got such a negative connotation with it, but hey, man, we got nothing unless this guy is at least ninety percent. I mean, let's face it uh, there. So uh, I'm I'm going to take a, a, a small play on Boston. My Miami just a week ago, twenty to one to win the whole thing, and down down to eight to one over at uh, Bet Rivers. All right, Thursday night, uh, Denver in L.A. Uh, Henry, your impressions of uh, game one, a lot of people talking about, man, this was an awesome game, but they didn't have any lead changes. Didn't even have a, a, a lead change, you know, to go to a tie. We did have a one-possession game in the last minute with Los Angeles with the ball, and LeBron James, they dared him to shoot it. He did, and that's one of his Achilles heels right now, his perimeter shooting. But... Um, Denver did they uh, had the big lead, twenty one point lead in the second half. L A backdoors it on the closing line at six and a half. Totals two twenty six and a half. Did the Lakers solve the puzzle to uh, have some success moving forward? Because Denver's Malone is a little bit questionable in series with his adjustments as well. Well, I've, I think they certainly give both teams and both coaching staffs a lot to think about in this time between games one and two, Jimmy. And that is a couple things. One. You saw Rui Hachimura do a pretty good job on defense on Nikola Jokic. Now, that's a relative term. When you go 34, 21, and 14 in a big playoff game, I mean, you know, I think the league has kind of embarrassed itself on the lack of attention. And frankly, some of this MVP voting you and I went through, it's 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 patently absurd. I mean, it's 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 almost like they're you know they're really they're really trying not to shine the light on this guy who is clearly uh, clear to me it's not close he's the best player in the league right now from uh, getting his teammates involved from uh, doing what you need him to do uh, lack of drama by the way he plays every game which is quite refreshing in today's league so he's he's so fun to watch because again what do you need him to do and that's what he's going to do um, and and we saw that again in in that game. Now it's funny, Jimmy, because Anthony Davis played pretty well 
30, 33, I believe. Um, oh, no, he 40 points. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, he dropped 40 in yeah. game one. No, he was phenomenal on offense, but, I mean, and sometimes his defense was good, and Jokic, I mean, the, the, the crazy three from the timeline at the right side was the one that really stuck out. But, um, no, he just he – just, Joker did kind of whatever he wanted against him for the most part. But then Rui's interesting because he's he's big. He's got some size to him, but he's much quicker. So he move his feet. You know, Jokic is kind of plodding back down, back down, dribble, up fake. Hachimura can kind of – he presents some problems, and then you can, you can let Anthony Davis roam. So I expect to see a lot more of that in game two. And then the second adjustment that let, let LA get back into the game was they limited the Nuggets in transition as that game wore on. The Nuggets got a little more tired as well. And so LA's a lot better in the half-court defense than they are obviously in transition. So we'll see. I, I think, um, you know, like you said, LeBron, I expect him to shoot a little bit better than he did in game one. And they, they some of their role players can play better, although Reeves, Reeves played pretty well in that game. So pretty evenly matched. I think I think Denver's the more talented team. And look, I, I would not bet against the Joker right now. Uh, he's just – everything he's doing – is typically the right play, and he's just going to be really, really hard to beat. They've been really good in these uh, in these game twos as well, and uh, you know, even even the one elimination game we got away from from Minnesota, uh, they it went to overtime. Now Phoenix uh, did they had some pretty uh, pretty uh, impressive performances. I mean, they were just on fire. Uh, they got a lot from their bench in what, what games three or four that they won uh, in Phoenix, but. I, I do like them closing out Game Six in Phoenix in a big way. Um, they're not going to surprise Joker with the Achimori uh, going on him. Okay, so uh, get ready to have you know that big hip, and that big backside backing you down <laughs> and driving you into the paint. Okay, uh, maybe caught him off. I'm more concerned from a Denver perspective on the lack of transition. Remember that wild sequence when the Lakers are up. Four. I'm sorry, down four. They got the ball. Looks like they're going to have a a, a a shot at the rim. And the ball gets away in that wild alley-oop kind of trim. It looked like it could have been a foul, the whole thing. Place goes bananas deep. That's the only transition bucket they had mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in the late part of the game. Yeah. So in, in the full fourth quarter. So that, that concerns me because L.A. should want to ba- ba- walk it up uh, in this series. And I thought they were willing to get out and run. So... Um, they had a lot of shot making, but they had a lot of bad defense uh, as well in game one. So I'm sticking with uh, Denver minus five and a, ho- a half at home as well. The 226 and a half. Uh, updated prices at Bet Rivers, the, the NBA to win it all. The Nuggets are plus 140. Those Boston Celtics still plus 145. Lakers all the way up to plus 550. Miami at plus $5. Uh, $5 from that uh, earlier price. Uh, I'm sorry, eight dollars uh, from that uh, earlier price at twenty to one. Anything else to look for, Henry? Before we let you yeah, go, yeah, Jimmy. If your if your if your viewers want to kind of take a look at some more interesting plays and not the games itself, I would take a hard look at in, in the Boston game too. Take a look at the prices on both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum's individual point overs. I've seen these guys do this a lot in in, in the playoffs, and just when they don't play well, typically. Don't be surprised if Tatum throws a 42-point game on the Heat in game two. He's totally capable. We saw this in the closeout game last series. Now, that's a different beast. But you're, you're, you know, your viewers could get some action, uh, some good value. Take a look. And I like both of those plays. So 
Don't know what the what, what that's set at right now, but I would take a hard look at those two individual players over and, and go over in points. That's how they're going to have to win yeah. this, and they're going to get a lot of shots. Jason Tatum uh, is uh, points, rebounds, and assists is uh, forty four and a half. Jalen Brown is thirty four and a half. And we were about to we were trying to anoint this guy and Tatum to be in you know maybe second best player in the league, best player in the league, whatever it is. But these inconsistencies and there's the, to me the, the 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 travels and the in the indecisiveness in the three turnovers in the fourth quarter just kind of just a little bit of a mental weakness, man. I mean, we're watching Jimmy Butler, who just he he's not traveling, okay, you know. But over and over, so that was uh, that was interesting. Player points alone, uh, Jason Tatum is twenty nine and a half, uh, Henry. So I, I, I uh, love the over Brown there, Jimmy. Is, okay. we, we've just yeah. seen him do. It. And one more thing, Jimmy, as your folks are watching the Miami Boston series, realize that the Heat have seven. Seven undrafted players on that roster, which is which is by far the NBA hat. Not just the NBA hat in the playoffs, in the league. And so that just really gives you a sense of what Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra have done down there in Miami. It, it, it's, think about that, Jimmy. That means every other team had a shot at seven of their guys, a number of which are in their rotation. It's really it's kind of breathtaking when you think about it. Well, it's a different game uh, for the regular season. Miami was the worst, dead last ROI team in the NBA this year, number 30 against the spread in the regular season. Yeah. You see what they're doing. They're, they're cashing tickets left and right, especially yeah. as these money line dogs. Also, also Boston, obviously the number, the number one seed. They now have lost their 20th game where they've been favored by at least five or more. So it wasn't a double-digit uh, loss, but it was close to it where the closing it, yeah. line at nine. And, Jimmy, so, one more to think about. This is fun. It, let's say it's the Nuggets-Celtics final, which Celtics have got some work to do. Better, better – uh, Late late round draft pick Nikola Jokic at forty one or Tom Brady in the sixth round, which forty one forty one. Can Nicole you believe that? Jokic is forty one. <laughs> There's the pass. There's the pass from the eighteen of nineteen uh, ESPN voters for the MVP who did not vote him uh, vote him first. How about the twelve of nineteen who didn't vote him at least second? Not just, serious people. He's a sleeper. He's a sleeper at 41. You know, forget the back-to-back. So, um, yeah, it's uh, uh, welcome to – Mike Greenberg said that the uh, world is going to be introduced to Nikola Jokic. You know, as cr- really dumb as a statement as that, it might have had a lot of truth to yeah. it uh, as well. Casuals, There's yeah. a lot of people. I'm seeing all the comparisons like they've seen him for the very first time. It's like watching a guy from uh, Valparaiso in the first round of the NCAA tournament. I mean, you know, he makes a mark. For Henry Hayes, I'm Jimmy Otto on the Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.